Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to FPC Radio Live. It is Monday, February the 13th, 2023, and the Kansas City Chiefs are your Super Bowl champions. Um, they won an, an exciting game last night, 38-35. to 35. Uh, I mean, it, whatever you want to say about the ending, whatever you know side you're rooting for, the bottom line was we got a very entertaining back-and-forth game. Um, defense was optional. So, you know, that could have been better, but, uh, look, the reality of it was, it was entertaining. I think from start to finish, there was a lot of drama and, and, uh, tension. And I think that's the best you can ask for. Unfortunately, there was some controversy at the end. I will say this though, John, uh, by the letter, the letter of the law, that that's a penalty. I mean, it was a hold hold. Um, and it wasn't on the second, uh, cut. It was obviously on the very first, uh, you know, break out of the route you know it's a hold um i think i think the problem most people have is that it didn't necessarily fall in line with how the game was called up to that point and i think that's if if you're going to have the issue have an issue with the officiating that's where you can probably start not necessarily whether or not the penalty because it was a penalty i mean by by the the rules of holding that is 100 a penalty um it was not a non uh it was a it wasn't a fictitious penalty it wasn't made up no it was a penalty it's just what did it follow in the in the way the game had been called to that point and i i think a lot of people would agree probably not but um at the end of the day at the end of the day john you're not winning that super bowl when kansas city chiefs wide receivers and tight ends didn't have a single contested catch all night. And that might be an exaggeration because I'm not quite sure, but certainly <laughs> you could probably count on one hand and only half your hand, how many contested catches Kansas city had to deal with. They were just, they were wide open all day. 
see, I mean, Kadarius Tony's touchdown and Sky Moore's touchdown, I could have caught those passes or maybe thrown those passes. They were so wide open. Tip of cap to Andy Reid for the play design. And, and we've said a million times he's the best play designer and play caller in the NFL, no question. Uh, the Philadelphia coaching staff pretty darn good, too. Um, but, yeah, back to that controversial call. I mean, I'm sure there were plays throughout the first 58 minutes that could have been called defensive holding, right? Yeah. Somewhere along the line, I'm sure some defensive back did the same thing to a wide receiver, and they decided not to call it for the first 58 minutes. They call it there. Most likely, Kansas City still kicks the field goal, but we were deprived of a drive with Jalen Hurts trying to tie or win the game with a little less than two minutes left, which would have been great theater. Because up until that point, that was a phenomenal game. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I mean, the national anthem was present. He nailed it. I thought Rihanna was sensational. I uh, really enjoyed the call from Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. I think they're just a, such an easy listen. You know, they're just, they're just, for football fans, I think they're perfect. Well, because um, they so don't, they don't try good. to be part of the show. They're not Chris Collinsworth. They're exactly. not Tony Romo. They're not, you know, you know, Chris Collinsworth has the slide, so it makes it about him. Right. And then Tony Romo is obviously just a. Oh, my God. He's a gap bag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just really seriously. I was just like, could you picture him at the end when the game ended? Just like that. It's what it sounds like. It sounds like he's trying to pass a kidney stone. Well, Olsen's well and, 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 to Olsen, too. and to Olsen's credit, uh, too, like the the. And and this was this was what was nice to listen about it. There was nothing over the top about it, you know. Like he right. obviously very appropriately uh, 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 appraised both Mahomes and Hurts for the things that he was doing, but he also pointed out very appropriately that that Andy Reid was uh, was having a great game uh, play calling. Mm-hmm. Um, the receivers were getting open and making plays. The offensive line was phenomenal. All that stuff. Like normally, you know, if it's Tony Romo, he's you know. Oh losing his his stuff over you know uh, a Patrick Mahomes play when you know look uh, you know no negativity aside I thought you know aside from the fumble Jalen Hurts probably had a better game um not to say Mahomes Mahomes played well I mean no doubt about it but like mm-hmm. you know it, it's unfortunate because it's a lose-lose situation for me if I say anything negative then I come across as a hater John and I, I'm not a hater I've said it multiple times on here I just I push back at the over the topness of, of everything. And, and what was a nice treat yesterday was that we weren't getting that from the broadcast crew. Um, does it mean they were perfect? No, I mean, of course not. No one's going to be perfect, but like, I can't think of any mistakes. I know I I'm sure there were a few where they said the wrong thing, or maybe they're wrong on a penalty call, but like, that's, that's normal. That's going to happen. It, it's, it's the other stuff. It's the theatrics. It's the, just you know the word vomit that comes out of some of the mouths of some of these people that just I, I can't take anymore so that was a nice treat yesterday and what was really again a phenomenal game yeah i mean it's a four-hour broadcast with open mics it's live so sometimes they're going to say something that they probably say i'd like to take that back but i thought they were really good but yeah the game was was excellent um i thought jalen hurts really played phenomenal especially in the first half he kind of got a little off the rails in the second half uh, a few passes were inaccurate. Even some of his completions were inaccurate, but, you know, he was still outstanding. Ran the ball so effectively yeah. in the first half, not as much in the second half. I think the biggest thing of the game was the field condition. I mean, come on. Oh, that was this awful. Was the biggest sporting event in the country. It's embarrassing. Like one of the, it's embarrassing that they, the NFL spent in excess of $800,000 on that field, and, you know, it looked like they were playing on ice at some point. First of all, okay, you've got the NFL logo in the middle. That's fine. That's painted. 
Do you need the Super Bowl 57 logos from the 25 to the 40-yard line? So <laughs> essentially from 25 to 25 down the middle of the field where a lot of the game is played is like freshly painted logos. I mean, yeah. what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, that, I mean, that that was uh, – I'm glad you brought that up because like I had almost kind of put that in the back of my mind because I was like that, – that was awful. I mean, for, for a, a league that has the resources that they have, first of all, um, no other league in in the world. Well, I mean, well, I don't want to say that. I mean, in the United States and North America has the type of resources that North America that the NFL has um, to have your marquee event, the biggest game of your season, be played on such a shoddy field. I mean, that, that that's there's no other words but embarrassing to describe that. And I don't know. I mean, it's. I'm just I'm I'm happy at the very least that first of all no injuries happened because of that field because that that's that's one thing you're sitting there thinking like oh my god I mean put rooting interests aside you don't want to see any of these players get hurt certainly from a non-contact injury certainly from you know the cause being a a poorly constructed uh, field that you know they were so proud to show off get rolled in and rolled out and get what twelve hours of sun every day this is new grass well. How about we just go back to regular grass? You know, <laughs> that seems to, to have worked for all of eternity. So why not just stick with what works, you know? Um, so, yeah, this was embarrassing on behalf of the NFL's part. And they are so fortunate, John, that, like I said, one, that there wasn't an, an injury. And two, that the game wasn't affected to the point of giving us sloppy football, because that could have happened. We were very fortunate mm-hmm. that it didn't necessarily affect the big picture but it certainly did affect some plays and players uh throughout the game and that's unfortunate because um you know again you're the nfl you have the resources to to make things perfect and they didn't unfortunately i mean for kansas city obviously but just for the pleasure of the game harrison butcher's game-winning field goal he doesn't slip you know like i was just waiting for that to happen obviously it was a very makeable field goal but i'm just like if this guy slips and falls we're going to go to overtime, which is always exciting, but, you know, that's a makeable field goal. Um, but, yeah, the, the field conditions were just god-awful. Uh, next year it's going to be in Vegas where I think they don't do as much with the turf like they do in Arizona where they roll the thing out, they roll it back in, and it yeah. comes in slabs. And, you know, it'd be nice if they could play a Super Bowl at Lambeau because they have the best field in the NFL. But I don't think they're ever going to have a Super Bowl in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I just that's too bad. That's going to work. That's too bad. That's a shame. <laughs> That's well, a shame. At least be a way for those fans to see a Super Bowl. Yeah, game. that's 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 very true. Well, uh, actually, you know what? Uh, we're about T minus twenty four hours before uh, Aaron Rodgers begins his blackout. So that's um, right. Yeah. So are you? Are, <laughs> are you? Are you is that, joining him? Yeah. I mean, are you going to be? Well, in the no. I, I would, You're going to be in the adjacent room. <laughs> I was just going to ask you because uh, you informed me before we got on the air that we will not be going on tomorrow. So I'm thinking, okay, is this uh-huh. a coincidence, mm. or or? Or is it not? Because, you know, I'm, well, I'm thinking maybe you might be joining Aaron Rodgers on his blackout. Could or, be, yeah, if he wants to pay for it, that yeah. sounds like a pretty good thing. Four days, they just bring you meals and you just kind of lay there. Yeah. I'm okay for that. I mean, that that's, that seems pretty luxurious, not going to lie. I mean, the worst part of my, yeah. about my day is trying to decide what to eat. So, um, True. That's when you know you're getting old. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're already thinking about lunch and dinner. And if dinner's yeah. at 4.30, then you're in real trouble. Oof. Well... I, I get up very early, John, so you're going to have to <laughs> adjust, you know, expectations for when dinner time is for me, but that may or may not be the case. Uh, 
but I know uh, <laughs> I can always get that uh, early bird special if I want. Um, get the the steak and uh, whatever Morty gets uh, over at uh, that restaurant down you at Dubuque Vista. Coke. Yeah, nineteen thirty five. All right. Um, but anyways, like, look, I mean, it, it was a great game last night. I thought, I thought, um, and this is what we were hoping for and kind of talking about all week. The the build up was kind of lackluster. The hype was kind of meh. But we felt ultimately during those three and a half plus hours of actual football it was going to be pretty entertaining and, that, and that's what we got here. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, Kansas city did what they had to do to win. Obviously the big, uh, uh punt return by Tony, uh, the, the fumble return touchdown. Those are huge, huge moments in that game, especially the fumble because John, the Eagles were threatening at that point. That was mm-hmm. kind of where the, the chiefs really only looked good on that opening drive and, and you can chalk that up to, all right, well it was, you know, they had a bunch of scripted plays and sometimes that's, that's how it works. And the Eagles were starting to, to really put pressure on and potentially, potentially go up by two scores early. Now, again, we know that's certainly in today's NFL, that is not <laughs> an insurmountable lead. It's just, I mean, the way offenses are now 14 point leads aren't what they used to be, so to speak. Um, because think about it, John. <laughs> the biggest comeback we had ever had up until obviously twenty-eight to three was ten points in the fourth quarter in, in the Super Bowl. That is uh, not not mm-hmm. in the playoffs, obviously. Yep. Um, now we we see that you know not just obviously in the Super Bowl, but obviously um, with some regularity now, not only in the playoffs but in the regular season as well. So uh, again, that that's that's part of. Uh, you know, that's a result of offenses being, you know, more potent and, and obviously rules uh, favoring offenses because, well, how do you come back, John? Well, you have to score a lot of points and you have to do it quickly usually. And, and that's that's what's happening. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, they, they had an opportunity there, the fumble. And, and again, this was this was really Jalen Hurts only bad play of the game. I mean, he made so many like there was one uh, play late where right off the snap, I thought I thought the play was DOA. Um, I think Frank Clark unblocked right in and somehow Jalen Hurts ran, twisted around and somehow threw in, in they gained four yards on a play, which I thought was very easily going to lose 10 yards at yep, best. I remember that. Yeah. You know yep. exactly what I'm talking about. So along the far sideline. Yes, exactly. Yep. And, and it was a key play. I mean, the, 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 uh, uh, the place to Dallas Goddard, I mean, those pass passes were just as phenomenal, phenomenal as the catches. So um, I thought he was, 99.9% perfect. And unfortunately, that 0.1% was the fumble, which again just gave Kansas City life. Um, you know, I, I was kind of chuckling. You know, the one thing that I, I did kind of have uh not gripe, but I kind of just laughed at um on the broadcast was like, you know, they kept talking about the time of possession swing and how it favored the Eagles. And it's like remarkably, Kansas City's only down six. Well, because they got a defensive touchdown. Of course, right. you know what I mean? It's not yep. that, you know what I mean? It's not like that remarkable. It's not like, you know, e- the Eagles just dominated. The the Chiefs kept going three and out and somehow were, were within six. It's like, no, I mean, the reason why the time of possession favored the Eagles so much was, yeah, I mean, obviously they were doing a good job of, early, especially in the first half of, of kind of milking that clock to the, to, you know, to the max. Um, but it's because of the defensive touchdown, which means Kansas City isn't, on the field offensively. So that was kind of silly. And like I said, I wasn't angry. I was just kind of 
you know, I laugh at those things, John, those, those, that brings me humor. Um, but, you know, again, you're, you're talking about 99.9% perfect on Jalen Hurts part. Um, you know, putting, you know, a push comes to shove. You can ask me, yeah, I, I thought he was the better quarterback of the two. I mean, that's not an insult to Mahomes. It's just a kind of a, a, a tip your cap to Jalen Hurts, who, like I said, I thought was phenomenal. I mean, that, that throw, that deep touchdown throw was great. Um, like I said, those throws to Dallas Goddard were, were just as equally as great as the catches. I mean, those were phenomenal. And yeah, so uh, unfortunately for the Eagles fans and Jalen Hurts, uh, they're going home disappointed. <clears throat> Fortunately for Chiefs fans, they're going home with their second Super Bowl in the last uh, f- uh, four years. So, and, and that's something that again is impressive in and of itself. And and it does, John. It opens up the conversation about what happens in the future with this team. So, if they go out and say win a Super Bowl again next year, that's when you can legitimately have this quote unquote dynasty talk. And I know people have talked about it before heading into this uh, game and everything like that. There, there are no set rules, John, but I think there's, there's, there's a framework there. I mean, all you have to do is think about all the teams in history to this point that we've talked about that have, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, been a dynasty. And what, one of the common denominators of all of those are back-to-back championship wins. And in addition to that, None of it is solely on back-to-back wins and two wins. There's always more to it. So ideally, three Super Bowls in four or five years with one back-to-back somewhere in that mix. Because to me, personally, to be a dynasty, at some point you have to defend that title. Or, ha- you know you know what I mean? Or have some sort of absurd run of success where it's, you know, in the case of the Patriots, they go to three straight Super Bowls. The one Super Bowl they lose, obviously, was the the Eagles one in that stretch where they could. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's some elements to it. And plus, I think with the Patriots, their their previous run kind of played into how their second half run kind of what was was looked at. Does that make sense, John? I I, I mean, I, I'm trying to. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah well, so. the whole thing was dynastic. I mean, from 2001 to 2018, they won the yeah. Super Bowl and went to nine. I mean, the Niners had a great run, too, from 81 to 94. They went to five Super Bowls, won all five of them. You know what's interesting, Ian? Six straight decades, at least one team has won three championships. I mean, obviously, yeah. in the 60s, it was the Packers. They won five. In the 70s, the Steelers won four. In the 80s, the Niners won four. The Cowboys won three in the 90s, and of course the Patriots won three in the aughts and in the 2010. So now Kansas City now has their one championship for this decade. I know people are going to say, well, wait a second, they won the Super Bowl in February of 2020. Does that count for the 20s? No, that's the 2019 season. I mean, that that's getting into semantics, and yeah. maybe we're you know splitting hairs here. But yeah, I think three Super Bowls in a five-year period. I, look, I always push back against dynasties anyway. Because the true definition of dynasties is generation to generation. So, like, the Yankees have been a dynasty, right? I mean, the Canadians were a dynasty forever. Uh, not recently, obviously. So, you know, those types of teams, that's a dynasty because it's like, you know, decades to decades to decades to decades. Look, the Patriots did it for two decades. That's really impressive. But the way it's painted now, yeah, three Super Bowls in five, six years, yeah, we call that a dynasty. I mean, Steelers did four and six. Well, the Niners did four and nine. Yeah, uh, and we consider them dynasty. So yeah, if they can get the three 
in five or maybe six years, then yeah, they'll they'll be right there. Well, and and, and that's and, and and that's really kind of what it is 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 the. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's the precedent. You know, we're, we're not like changing the rules because we think can't, you know, and, and this is the, the one of the things that makes me laugh a lot is like when people say, oh, uh, uh, Brady fans are in shambles or Patriots. Fans. And no one's in shambles. We're, we're just, uh, again, <laughs> a lot of this is humorous. I know I know it, my my tone doesn't come across on Twitter as um, clearly as, as it may uh, hear. Uh, but a lot of this stuff is humorous to us because, you know, some Chiefs fans who are claiming it's a dynasty or whatever are, are talking about AFC championship games and all that, and which is all well and good. I mean, no one's sitting here saying it's not an impressive run, but no one's changing the rules either. This is kind of the precedent that's been set. You know, it's not my, it's not my rules. I mean, I agree with them because again, I, I don't think, simply winning two championships makes you a dynasty or you know what i mean you have to do something special i mean hell look this the steelers did exactly what the chiefs did in a five-year stretch from 2005 to 2010 they went to three super bowls won two of them and lost the other so were they a dynasty rogers yeah, Roger. Just make sure you bring that up. I yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I appreciate. Yeah, I, I, I get you. Tomorrow. I get you. We 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 often don't don't talk about his success in the Super Bowl, and, and when there is an opportunity, I, I should I should I should make sure you know that I do. Scary though. I, I was thinking of this last night because Mahomes now is eleven and three in the postseason. Yeah. He could lose his next six postseason games and still have a better postseason record than Aaron Rodgers, who's yeah. eleven and ten. That that kind of turned my stomach a little bit for my guy. Well, and, and look, I mean, that's that's the impressive part about uh, Patrick Mahomes' quick start. And and again, <laughs> when we have these conversations, no one, you know, and I, when I say no one, I mean particularly people like myself who think along the same lines, no one like us doesn't think he's a great player and has certainly had this run of success. It's, it's this never been done before. It's like, okay, yeah, I mean, Kurt Warner – you know, had very similar uh, first few years with the multiple MVPs and Super Bowl and whatnot. He's now won his second Super Bowl, which was better than mm-hmm. what Kurt Warner did. And it's not just about Super Bowls. It's about everything else. It's it's just when when they get into the, the, the hyperbole and, and it's just so over the top now, I think that's what people get a little bit tuned out with because, I mean, look, 11 and three in the postseason is phenomenal. And, you know, if he at this point, you know, if he never played another another, another snap, he's go, he's going into the Hall of Fame, two Super Bowls, two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. And and look, we, we can sit here and, and talk about, well, <laughs> yesterday was an example of I, I, I think all, there were too many 
contributors that it didn't make sense to give it to anyone other than Patrick Mahomes, although it wasn't, you know, like your Super Bowl MVP is Super Bowl MVP. No one's downplaying it, but you know what I mean? Like Jalen Hurts was very clearly going to win the MVP if Philadelphia won. I mean, that, that was a oh, no yeah. brainer should have been a hundred percent of the vote. Um, if, if there were multiple votes or multiple, uh, uh P, I, I don't know how it breaks down with the MVP. I'm not quite sure, uh, in that thing, in, in the, uh, voting process, but I'm sure other players might've got consideration, maybe not terribly serious consideration, but you're thinking, well, Nick Bolton had a great game Had he got that mm-hmm. second touchdown. He probably was going to be <laughs> the MVP. Um, you could talk about, uh, some of the special like, Tony big punt return, big touchdown. Uh, you know, other guys on the team. So, I mean, uh, it's not to downplay what Mahomes did or anything like that, but, you know, look, two MVPs. And look, look if you want to say what you want to say about it, go for it. But the reality of it is he has those. And there's not too many people in the history of the league that does have it. Now, there are far more than <laughs> what Chiefs fans think. Um, they they kind of feel like he's on an island on, by himself, which isn't true at all. And that's where, again, that's the line I won't cross. That's where I'll, I'll give the pushback. And unfortunately there's, there's a lot of that talk going on, but as I talked about in the last few weeks leading up to this, that, that herd of great hall of fame quarterbacks. Well, guess what? He's pushing his way to the front of the pack. And, you know, with, with the amount of time left he has in his career, it's very likely he might break free of that pack. Now, all that being said, he may do all these things and not even come close to Tom Brady, and that's the reality of it. That's where we stand right now. As great as Patrick Mahomes has been, think about how hard it is and how hard it was to win the Super Bowl and how many small little things had to go right. Now, to even match what Brady did in that aspect, that has to happen five more times. You know, so it, it, that's that's what, it, you know, we're, I think a lot of people try to impress upon, you know, the the, the over t- over the top fandom. It's like this is hard to do. Appreciate this, because, again, there was a rumor that Andy Reid might retire after the season. I don't think that's the case. But the reality of it is he's not going to be around forever. So this team may not ever get back to the Super Bowl. Look at the Packers. Sorry, John. Had to balance it out. Look at the Packers. No, you, but you brought up the Steelers, which is a good point, right? The Steelers went to three Super Bowls in six years, won two of them, right? So that looked like that was set up. I mean, what was Ben Roethlisberger after the 2010 season? He was 26, 27 years old. I mean, it wasn't like he was an old guy, and they never went back. Yeah. Yeah, so again, I mean, because that looked like that was set up to be okay. Now, this team is going to catch the Patriots and maybe surpass them in that time frame because they had already won four back in the 70s. But you get my point. Like the 2010s looked like it was going to be okay, Manning's still around, Brady's there, and Roethlisberger's there. And now now Manning did go to uh, two more Super Bowls in the 2010s. Obviously, Brady just kept going all the time. And and And, let's not forget, Ben Roethlisberger Roethlisberger was an MVP. I know people will, you know, remember the the last couple years of him and you know obviously bring up some of his off the field stuff but the reality of it was he was an mvp caliber quarterback those early years he was phenomenal so you know again it's as quick as it's come it can very quickly be gone and you know i 
you have a really good team in Cincinnati. You have a really good team in Buffalo. I think other team, you know, Miami's getting better. So there's a lot of competition in this league. So again, appreciate what's happening now and, and, and worry less about what, what is so far in the future that it shouldn't even be talked about. And, and again, this isn't an insult to Patrick Mahomes. I can sit here and appreciate Patrick Mahomes without even mentioning Tom Brady's name, because right now, there is no way to sit there and compare it to same with like Joe Montana or even Peyton Manning at this point, because there is a, there is a need for longevity in this conversation as well, because obviously that, that adds to the greatness and it's not just for being out there. And I think that's a lot, how a lot of people mistake in that conversation. It's like, Oh, he's just out there. No, it, it's longevity, but it's, it's maintaining a level of excellence for such a long time that guys like Brady and Manning in particular did for so long. Now, obviously Manning's last year was, you know, obviously not great. And and Brady's was certainly below his expectations. And I, I hate, I hate talking about that in the past tense. I'm still getting over it. John. I am, but I'm, I'm moving on anyways. Uh, so th- th- there's a lot that needs to be done, not just in terms of accumulating stats and success, but in terms of doing it over a long period of time. So for now, appreciate what he's doing appropriately. And I think a lot, <laughs> I think we'll get better commentary because of it. But unfortunately, that's that's not where we're at. We're, we've jumped the shark, John, when it comes to uh, commentary. We're not coming back. It's like it's you're, you're not putting the toothpaste back in the toothpaste container or whatever tube <laughs> i don't know tube, yeah, yeah I, I don't know one i've never tried to do that that almost seems it is impossible it's a, it's a good analogy yeah well i i just i'm kind of ashamed that i forgot what a tube was so i had to think about that for a second and it kind of ruined my whole deal but but yeah so i mean that's that's kind of where we're at i mean excellent excellent start to his career phenomenal quarterback certainly creeping up the list um already uh, but I caution folks in, in assuming that this is just going to happen every year. It, it just doesn't. And you know what? Again, this could be the last time we see him in the Super Bowl for the rest of his career. And that is probably far more likely than him winning multiple more Super Bowls. So that's kind of the point. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's what he's done so far is truly amazing. Can you keep that up? You know, we're going to see again Andy Reid 64. Uh, there were some rumors that he might retire, but he kind of put that to bed. Yeah, was, night was, yeah. and coming back. So, and he's obviously a key component to this. It's a, it's a, a great combination, right? And Patrick Mahomes always praises Andy Reid. That's the thing I like about Mahomes. He seems like a really good teammate. Um, you know, he puts up with Travis Kelsey's nonsense, uh, and Kelsey's Kelsey's a larger than life personality and a sensational player. But he seems like a guy that I think his teammates really embrace. And, and I think the key with the success of Brady and now, you know, the success so far with Mahomes is that I think his teammates embrace those guys because, you know, they're going to get a lot of the credit, right? I mean, I, I know like Ty Law and Richard Seymour would always push back when it was like, oh, they've got the greatest coach ever and they've got the greatest quarterback ever. And it's like, don't forget about us. We, we had a lot to do with those championships, but they never held it against Brady, right? Because they just liked him so much. And I think that's pretty true with, with Patrick Mahomes. I think conversely, in Green Bay, part of the problem is I think some of the teammates of Aaron Rodgers are like, okay, enough already. He's great, but, you know, we've, we've also contributed to whatever success they've had, not as much as, obviously, Mahomes or, or Brady. But you get my point. That no, it's, it's a great point. Is that well-liked that, you know, the, the teammates are like – it's almost like, the, you know, there's a few kids in a family and one's really rich. 
Yeah, but everybody still likes him. His siblings still like him because he's you know he's pretty good. He's, he's humble. And and look, I mean, and here's and and this is where obviously I think some of the the compare like I I I think that's a great point. Um, the only uh, and and this is what's really funny about it all because you were getting a lot of people that credited the Patriots defense. Now, obviously Tom Brady got the bulk of the credit, got the MVPs and stuff like that. I'm not debating that, but we heard very early on, Oh, this is, this is Belichick. He's a system quarterback, this, that, and the other. I find it funny that we don't get any of that with Patrick Mahomes when it, when it seems almost more appropriate, not that I'm saying it is, but relative to, to the talking points that people were talking about with Tom Brady, um, Oh, I wish I actually, you know what? I wish I had this right in front of me, but, but someone actually pulled up uh, their stats, so to speak. And just out of curiosity, it, it was funny. Their first three Super Bowls, you know, Tom Brady was statistically better and relative to the context of the era, that's mm-hmm. even more impressive because obviously, you know, 2001 to 2004 is a lot different from 2018 to 2022 in terms of offensive production. So this uh, this narrative and how we discuss these things and and I think that's what's toxic about the media now and that's what's given us like this you know great or or sinking feeling that a lot of people get watching these sports where it's just like it's if 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 the team you're rooting against you can't like say I was rooting for for the Eagles and the fact that Kansas City won it's like I don't it's not like well, I think most fans aren't sitting there saying, oh, you know, that's a tough loss, you know, but congratulations to Kansas City. It's, oh, my God, I effing hate this team or that team. And it's this, that, yeah. and the other because, well, what happens? Well, after the game, you get on and try to watch sports commentary, and it's toxic. It's toxic. I mean, it's so, I mean, you, you get uh, over the top dramatics, you get over the top commentary, you get this is the best, this is the greatest. Um, ESPN posted a graphic today and I'm actually very happy that it's getting a little bit of slack, but it was a, a graphic of Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, uh, stepping over a Jalen Hurts sitting on the ground, kind of sad looking. And that kind of epitomizes a lot of the things that I have a problem with is you can praise Patrick Mahomes without putting down Jalen Hurts, especially in this situation where, you can very well make the argument, like I said, that Jalen Hurts was the better player in this game. And, and and But the thing is, that doesn't matter. The accuracy of the image doesn't matter. It's not a symbol. It's not giving you this, like, you're not going to see that photo and say, oh, that that that, that has a lot of meaning. It, it has none. It was a cheap way to take a shot at Jalen Hurts while also elevating Mahomes to a level that, look, he wasn't <laughs> like, so that's, what's frustrating. And that's, what's toxic about what we see right now in the national media. And, and I've said it before, I think it's breeding a uh, generation of terrible fans. And I, I'm not trying, I'm not insulting anyone individually. I'm just saying uh, when, when people ask us like, how do the fans not know this? Well, they get their information from the ESPNs of the world. And if ESPN doesn't get the information correct, how can you blame the fans? So um yeah we also live in a time where there's a lot of group thing oh yeah so, sure you sure. know people just don't want to spend the time or the energy to actually look at these things they just kind of go along and they hear it somewhere and say well that must be gospel when it's just an opinion and all of a sudden opinions become facts which is that's dangerous yeah no and, and and that's 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 a great point because again that's where we're at right now where 
again, facts don't mean anything, but opinion does. And it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's factual or accurate or even close. So, uh, but either way, at the end of the day, your uh, your Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions um, yet again. And there, and here we start the first season or heading towards the first season. Twenty three years without Tom Brady. It's a shame. It's a shame, but uh, we will be back later in the week. Uh, we'll kind of start getting into off-season mode. We'll have some uh, some programming notes uh, to speak of. And uh, you know what, John? It's almost time to start talking more basketball and hockey. It's kind of nice. So, And yep. your sport baseball is just around the corner. So, All right, guys and girls and anyone who's listening, thank you, everyone. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter, at uh, FPC Radio Live. And, of course, head over to fullpresscoverage.com and check out all – the latest and greatest happening over there. So everyone have a great day and we will talk to you soon.